hey cool cats <laughs> just wanted to come in here while i'm editing this episode to really just drive home the point that this episode was recorded just as a general commentary on the male gaze and kind of the patriarchy and misogyny generally and how we feel it's affected our lives it's not um you know trying to single anyone out uh we're not trying to make commentary specifically on anyone that we know personally this is just an overall kind of discussion over you know those really wider issues please don't feel like we're targeting anyone of you our three loyal listeners um and if you do feel a little bit attacked by it maybe maybe that means it's time for you to just reevaluate things just a tiny bit just just a tiny bit okay enjoy the episode Mwah, love you hello our wonderful curious cats today we are joined by tanvi our expert on today's topic hey um, cool cats and kittens <laughs> You guys are in for a treat with this one. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Today's episode is Gabby's episode. Yes. We're going to be talking about the male gaze and other kind of topics surrounding that central theme. So, the male gaze is defined as the act of viewing the world and women, whether it be through visual art or literature or in our case, real life, through the male heterosexual perspective. So, initial thoughts on that definition of the male gaze and like what the male gaze is as a whole yeah, talk. So, oh, okay, never mind, this isn't school. Okay, <laughs> so, um, Bell Hooks in her piece Outlaw Culture um, highlights that essentially our society is a white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. So, essentially, True. the male gaze is something that upholds these structures. Um, by imposing these male, white, heterosexual standards on on all women, kind of equally. Do you feel that it's something that you notice in your everyday life? Oh, all the time. Definitely. I've become so aware of it recently. Mm. Like, everything I do, I realise I'm like, male gaze. Yeah. Every time I get dressed, I don't think of it as what I want. Because I do, because you feel like it's what you want, but actually it isn't. I think that's what makes it hard to kind of notice because the way that it's been kind of ingrained into your head is is to make you feel like that's actually what you want. Yeah. But it's so kind of um, habitual that it's very hard to differentiate between what, you know, you feel like you're expected to want to wear and versus what you actually, like want to wear like I find myself really struggling to like find actually like yeah notice the difference between the two because my mm-hmm. opinions feel so um influenced by that kind of male perspective I guess yeah and um so I found a quote by the amazing Margaret Atwood in the her book the robber bride so um one in the beginning of this she says you're a woman with a man inside watching a woman you're your own voyeur so that's kind of um, describing the male gaze but then I think going along with you guys said how even it's become so ingrained with us that we don't even notice it when yeah. it's happening and it's it's kind of this like mental like conflict and sometimes I like think about it too much and I kind of drive myself crazy but she says that um, even pretending you aren't catering to male fantasies is a male fantasy pretending you're unseen pretending mm-hmm. you have a life of your mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. that you can wash your feet and comb your hair unconscious of the ever-present watcher peering through the keyhole, peering through the keyhole in your own head, if nowhere else. So it's kind of just like, 
sometimes I think I'm just like, will we ever like be able to yeah, because escape this? Even kind of you trying to go against it mm-hmm. kind of feels yeah. it. Kind of yeah. gives it power as well because yeah. you're like accepting that it has had some sort of control over you. And I think it gets to a point where like it's difficult to differentiate into like self care and like are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it for like the way the world sees you the way you and I think like the main example for me would probably be like shaving my legs sort of thing. Yeah. It's like I'm not like doing this. I don't care actually yeah but then you it's hard to know if you actually like care it's like i can't it's ever not, tell it's, it, you, like you don't benefit from that mm-hmm. it's like society and capitalism <laughs> yeah. so so what's the first time i have a question what's the first time you all were aware of the male gaze i'll start so when i was 10 years old i started growing kind of facial hair on my face because i'm indian and that's that's mm. m- that's my genetics yeah. um so my mother she gave me like face hair removal cream when I was 10 years old and I'm a child and it shows that the people who are perpetuating the perpetuating the male gaze aren't necessarily um Mm. men Mm -mm. it's also it's also women who are in the system who are so Mm. engulfed by this by this gaze and by these standards so they're imposing essentially they impose their white eurocentric ideals onto me when I'm 10 years old Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. I could I could say like very similar things, but at the time I didn't notice that at all as like a bad thing. I completely like thought that was like, yeah. oh, this is like what I, sh- I I I feel like I've this only realized do. in the past what, yeah. like year or two just how bad these kinds of like and how deeply ingrained they are. Uh, like, because before it's like I actually thought that was totally fine yeah (laughs) Yeah. the thing is it's become so normalized it's actually made its way into feminism yeah Yeah. right so feminists will be like no it's i mean i'm not saying i have nothing to do with this because i'm 100 percent guilty of it but feminists will be like oh my god it's your choice to shave your legs or like plastic surgery is completely fine but when you think of it you can't hold individual women um, accountable or blame them for wanting to fit it. I mean, look, I shaved my legs like yesterday. Yeah. Um, but inherently, it just caters to the male gaze. And nothing like physically altering your body, I mean, to a lesser extent with shaving or like actual plastic surgery, you may feel more confident, but you're literally just molding yourself. The reason you feel more that. confident is because, because that's of the, the male standard. Gaze. And, and I think, like, I forgot what I was going to say, sorry. But sometimes <laughs> I think of it and I, I would think about when I look at a girl and I think a girl is pretty, do I think a girl is pretty because I think that they are pretty and I like their style and I like I like how they look? Or do I think they are pretty because they have certain features that the male gaze kind of has decided are, like, desirable features? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally can't mm-hmm. think of, like, looking at people kind of through my own... Yeah. like eyes and that that goes for myself as well like I deem all my kind of attractiveness and like whether I feel good about myself on a yeah. certain day or whether I feel bad about myself is whether the way I look kind of fits to that um expectation and it's like when you have that moment of realization that that's happening to you it's like very I don't know like saddening for me at least and like I only really like came to that conclusion like literally after I turned like 16 yeah. yeah. Um. I think. Oh my God. I'm really exposing myself here. But I mean, I don't have specific moments in my life where I think it was like the first time where I realized the severity of the male gaze, etc. Because I have really bad long term memory. But I think 
um, when I was, like, at a point where I was, like, not good, um, a lot of the stuff, like, for example, like, body image or, like, how my face looks, stuff like that, a lot of stuff I was, I was critiquing it based on, based off of what I think how guys would see me as, you know, I was like, oh my god, they think this, like, boys think this part of me is ugly, so therefore I'm undesirable. But you didn't even think, like, necessarily, like, boys think that, you think I think that, Mm -hmm. but you think that because boys think that. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of sad. It's like, it's, yeah. That's so interesting, because I would consider myself, I mean, that Margaret Atwood quote, going back to that, I would consider myself, like, so far away from the male gaze. Mm -hmm. I mean, taking the example of shaving your Mm -hmm. legs, I, I personally don't shave my legs, like, furry (laughs) um and and when i look at myself in the mirror i don't necessarily consider the male gaze but you're going back onto body issues for example um even things like diet culture yeah Yeah. Uh it's fueled by like this it's so fueled by episode two that never never (laughs) came out yeah yeah no but like it's and it like can take over your life, like no, completely. yeah, it's not even like sure. a low key thing that doesn't actually matter. It's I like, think like the realization that you have internalized male gaze is really like, it's it's almost like scary. I think it sort of makes you reevaluate everything in your life, and it's uh-huh. quite like, yeah, yeah, sure. it's 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 like crazy to think about it because it just impacts every single mm-hmm. thing. But I think the main thing to remember is like people are profiting off of it and yeah. profiting off of your insecurities and that's the only reason why it's still being like upheld. I have a prompt, a little thing I wanted to talk about. Please do. How do you, like, how do you think your perceptions of other women have changed as a result of this? Like, for example, the example that I picked out is how do you look at passionate women, passionate, like, strong women versus passionate strong men so I was having a conversation with um some of my friends one lunchtime and they pointed out to me about two people uh, in our year like one is male one is female Uh and they said um you know when she raises her hand to ask to answer a question and she responds with a very articulate response and shows her intellect people think she's annoying people perceive her as like a show-off and people think like they don't like it whilst mm-hmm. when the male does the exact same thing in the exact same kind of tone the exact same yeah it's manner yes. of response he's idolized mm-hmm. he's like um he's celebrated he's seen like as like a as like a like an idol like that's yeah. what you want to be it's like, like the, standard. the girl yeah. is like i don't and I, I didn't even think about that and i was like that is so true like i find i'm intimidated like myself because yeah. of like male gaze I'm intimidated by, like, strong kind of, like, um, intelligent females, yeah. which is really sad. And, like, it's not even just guys that think that, because, like, I think that, like, w- like I don't want to, but, like, that's deep down so in my head, that's, thought. like, w- yeah. what my automatic response is. So I just, yeah. like, wanted to see. Yeah, as soon as you said that and how describing how the, a, the same action done by a girl versus a guy can have such different descriptions... Brought me back to a Taylor Swift moment in an interview. <laughs> she was talking about sexism yeah. and how women and men... Mm-hmm. I mean, she was talking about the music industry yeah. specifically, oh, yeah. but yeah. It, I think it applies everywhere, even at school. How there is a different like set of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Like When a guy does something, he's smart. When a girl does something, she's being manipulative or she's being mm-hmm. super calculated. Mm-hmm. So in your case, when the guy raised his hand and said something 
um, intelligent. He was being articulate and uh, and intellectual. Whereas for the girl, oh, she's a tryhard. Oh, she just like literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think um, stuff like. I don't know how closely this links to the male gaze, to no. be honest. But, no, yeah, but I feel like, like it's kind of... No, it's kind like, of fueling each other and yeah, how... Everything, It's yeah. a broader discussion to do with the patriarchy. And of course, as we know, the patriarchy, racism, and all of and classism are all intersected. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> they are intersected. And if, and if you start to kind of look into one and realize how one affects your life inevitably you understand that it's all kind of a huge web of of ideals that was created to try and yeah. control us and the, yeah. the worst bit is as women we you know when we hear of these stories like yeah. i was saying we we consciously know we're like no there's no way that she should be seen that way when he yeah. wouldn't but actually in the moment you kind of think the same way yeah. i constantly catch myself thinking things all the time thinking things um that just it's the male gaze like you you know it but you can't like get yourself out of it and it's it's pretty Mm. awful because you are the first person affected by it you Mm. should be the first person to denounce it and yeah i I agree with that i agree with that but i would say like for particularly like women like intelligent powerful women i'm I have less of, like, that kind of response to in mm-hmm. general. I don't know why, but that's not the, like, main thing that I have with the male gaze. Because mm-hmm. I I definitely don't see them the same way. Like, I'm not going to sit here and mm-hmm. say I see them in the exact same way because I don't. But I, I definitely don't have, like, a negative response to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think also, like, even the powerful, intelligent woman has been sexualized by men. Like, it's anything you do, mm-hmm. you can't, like, escape it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, yeah, I think like going more like deeper into the male gaze it you realize how much the male gaze has contributed to objectification of women hypersexuality hypersexuality yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> fetishization yeah exactly fetishization um self-objectification because like we mm-hmm. said like when we see ourselves through a male lens we objectify ourselves because that's what they they do males when they see women a lot of the times so it, it's it's crazy how something as simple as like oh mm. just the way men see women especially portrayed through literature media films tv has contributed to these massive like issues that you know like tanvi said has linked to like racism harmful stereotypes mm. and if we want to talk about like fetishization like the porn industry you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. I think I think another issue though is that often when you talk about like to guys about this, they'll often say like, Oh, but like it's biological. Like the reason yeah. why I'm attracted to those things is biological. <sighs> and okay, sometimes sometimes there is a biological factor, but I think what a lot of people fail to realise is that this the societal impact of like how people perceive beauty and what beauty is is actually yeah. is can completely alter someone's like perspective and there was this whole thing that this like picture that went viral of a girl who was like considered the most beautiful girl in a country and that like 10 men like killed themselves over and she doesn't fit like eurocentric beauty standards at all or whatever like okay the message message, like holds true it's just like the way that society like changes the way you perceive certain people and beauty and stuff is like really prominent so for me actually the most striking the most 
striking part of the male gaze going back into beauty is mm. because I'm speaking this um speaking from the perspective of a gay person it's mm. when it's when people it's when men discuss like the woman that they're attracted to mm. oh my I'm like <laughs> I don't see I mean yes this person is conventionally attractive mm-hmm. but I I am not attracted to this person yeah. and mm-hmm. for for some sometimes the male gaze kind of makes my attraction to women feel invalid yeah. because that's kind of not what I'm into you see mm. and it's just so interesting the qualities I perceive as being attractive are so different to the qualities that the male gaze finds attractive yeah, yeah. there's just like it's just this really weird dichotomy and it, it makes me yeah. laugh actually to yeah. an extent that's yeah. really interesting and like you said before you already consider yourself quite removed from the male gaze yeah. you know as compared to a lot of other girls our age but like like you said it still affects yeah. you and kind of invalidates your feelings mm-hmm. towards women so in reality it literally affects everyone yeah. whether it's from like because i bet you like when you hear guys say oh this girl's really hot, but then you yeah. really just don't find her that attractive. Then someone you do find attractive, and the guys are like, "No, she's not attractive." And then, but in your head, so male is saying, "Oh, she's not attractive." Are my feelings invalidated? Or am I just like, yeah? You know? And going back, like I feel like my validity as a gay person is always questioned because the 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 media portrayal by the patriarchy about this about like lesbianism or something yeah. it's so heavily sexualized, yeah. and it's like skinny white girls. Like, with, like, long nails. You, like, kiss their best friends. Yeah. That's straight. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, I just feel so invalidated. And it's, like, am I valid as as someone who identifies like this? It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, And it also, I feel like we were talking, you mentioned this at the very beginning. The male gaze was kind of put in place and Mm. designed to oppress women and make... Um, and, and keep the patriarchy in place and I feel that a lot um, as a woman you can't enjoy anything no. actually without yeah. it um, being made fun of so for example I like to work out um, if I go to the gym and I lift heavy weights I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like bog up and like oh my god you wish you were a guy and if I do cardio it's like wow look at her she's trying to get really skinny and if I do an at-home workout it's like wow what an idiot she doesn't even know what working out is yeah there's like no right way to do there's anything there's no right kind way of, of yeah, doing anything fits, yeah like and an if expectation you, if you do heavy weights they're saying like what like boys aren't gonna like you if you bulk up yeah, yeah exactly and it's, it's like okay tell me what I can do then exactly yeah. and it's <laughs> I can't think of a single thing that I could tell a boy I enjoy without them yeah, being able yeah. to make fun of Going it. back to what Gabby was saying about angry women, when angry women directly question the patriarchy oh and they want to dismantle <laughs> it, hysterical. they feel tr- they feel threatened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. they feel like ridiculed for having yeah. the yeah. that opinion, which is yeah. just like, and I mean that just shows like they're not completely unaware of their impact on women and how no, um, yeah. they have privilege and how they have an advantage because if they truly. Like, if they truly didn't see themselves in a, like, if we are angry women and that we talk about this stuff and they feel threatened, then deep down they must feel there's a part of them that has contributed to this. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they have, and maybe not directly, but, I mean... Everyone has, I mean, even, no, even exactly. we do, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, when we talk about these subjects, like, like, going back, like, even we do, it's, like, in my head, I've, like, thought about, well, how many times have I accidentally contributed to sexism based on like my upbringing how, how about my yeah. mom because i know my parents have all of our mm-hmm. parents have yeah um so yeah okay 
You ready for the film I saw moment? Of course yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's not that epic. <laughs> but I thought I needed to, you know, incorporate some expertise. Um, and I just wanted to talk about how, like, the media you consume is going to reinforce mm-hmm. that kind of uh, male gaze. It's not just from, like, actual, like, people that you know. Um, so it's pretty much an inevitable phenomenon, for example, because we grow up seeing the characters that we're supposed to relate to and idolise through the male lens and thus these views become kind of like internalized mm-hmm. engraved in our brains through like the repetition so even though the male gaze is a term that we was originally used in film um and art theory you have to remember that like arts um imitate reality yeah so for example if you think about every superhero female superhero yeah, yeah. every, yes. every yeah. comic every every movie ever uh-huh. anything so superheroes are obviously like idolized as you know powerful and cool and like you know you want to be like a superhero right have you thought about what any of their powers actually are like do you know what like wonder woman does uh, like personally I don't Wonder but Woman. I'm saying like is her whole thing like her sex appeal yes. or yes. her, yes. Or her man, power yeah. is, that, is, is, is her power like because of her sex appeal like do yeah. you know what I, I mean, mean? <laughs> I think like I think one of the big things I realized specifically like in Marvel right with Captain Marvel personally I'm not the biggest fan of the film just because I don't think it's that like I think there are other Marvel films that are better not that they're like good films or anything but you know what I mean uh it's not my yourself they are good films (laughs) it's true it's not my favorite Marvel film let's just leave it at that but I think she's really cool I think the character itself is really cool but the Marvel fan base hate her and I think that's because she's not sexualized she doesn't have a love interest her her suit isn't revealing like she's not she's not a sexual like like being which is a whole other issue in itself (laughs) because women can be sexual and be respected and be powerful but you know and I think the reason why the Marvel fan base hates her so much is because she isn't sexual she isn't seen yeah, like portrayed like, as like uh, as like yeah. a, a sex symbol whereas like yeah. like black, black widow, widow or even scarlet skin. witch with how cool set yeah. i mean what like you know what i mean it's it's just, like no i know i can yeah. clearly like i know as soon as she said that i was like thinking of captain marvel and yeah. it's like people can deny that oh it's not out of sexism oh like they introduced her powers too quickly the movie like, was placed in a weird timeline i'm <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. And also, really? Marvel TV actually highlights um, their bodies. <laughs> like, oh yeah. my god. Do you like know what I comments. mean? Like, how, as a girl, are you supposed to. To be fair, to be fair, um, they do that for men as well. No, but here's That what is true. Saying. Yeah. But then, <laughs> going. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, Marvel to me actually highlights a big point about how we don't realize the male gaze also affects men because it yeah, also yeah. holds men to that standard. So. You'll say that, um, I know some people would say that, for example, that the male superheroes in Marvel are also sexualized, yeah, but they're yeah. not, okay? Mm-hmm. A male superhero being shirtless, like pumping iron, he isn't being sexual for the woman, he's actually just being a model for the men watching oh, the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. He's catering to the male fantasy of the strong, ripped guy with a six-pack who's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Everything always contributes to the male gaze and when people 
see discrimination for for men it's actually just another form of the male gaze that people just don't even realize is a thing yes so true Alyssa and i were talking about this <laughs> Alyssa and i were talking about this in homeroom this morning um i think a few sociologists they were looking at sort of tinder profiles right mm. and it's so funny the way that men portray themselves on tinder heterosexual men is actually uh, catered towards the male gaze mm-hmm. like for example a straight woman would much rather prefer that same man um say with a cute puppy as opposed to a shirtless six pack yeah. um yeah. Dou- a douchey picture like that um and vigorously posing in the gym mirror yeah <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I I read an article about that. Yeah, and it's like they don't think about like what women. We always think about what. Me- oh, M- yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. Just, like yeah. women always think about what men want. How can they make themselves appealing to men? Yeah. Men think make about, themselves like, appealing like to themselves. the standard for men. They don't think about what's appealing to women. They don't think about like what we like, what we enjoy, yeah. what we yeah. want to see in them. That's what mm. we do. They don't do that. I think for a lot of men, it would be worse to show their Tinder profile to one of their like the bros, and they yeah. make fun of it, than to a girl who's just like no. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It would be much worse to be ridiculed by another It would male. just harm their masculinity. Yeah. There's another <laughs> Margaret Atwood quote. It's like, like men are scared that women would laugh at them, and women are scared that men will kill them. Yeah. And I oh feel my. that men are yeah. just so scared at being laughed at and being ridiculed. Uh-huh. 100%. So women like fear their safety. And, and the reason <laughs> they get ridiculed and, and made fun of by other men is also because yeah. of like. Yeah, it's not that it doesn't affect them negatively at all. Like, if anything, it might affect them just as badly. Yeah, Yeah. in a different way. But yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I mean, this is like a much like brighter, broader (laughs) thing. But like the male gaze and like patriarchy and just kind of this very like cis het male centered society affects everyone you know like yeah. i think for a long time it's always been like about this like divide between women and men how one side views the other how the other side views another but in reality in society there's no a white yeah. line drawn in the middle everyone is interwoven you have husbands and wives so it literally affects everyone and like for males like if we want to go talk about like um mental health in males and boys it, it, it is neglected a lot and i'm not gonna like not because admit that them, yeah. it, because because of sexism exactly and yeah, they're afraid the that a lot of their guy friends are gonna make fun of them for crying going to therapy and they don't realize that a lot of girls we don't care if they cry or like show their emotions in front if of anything, us it's a good exactly thing. Yeah. but see they don't understand <laughs> and those who do care it's again because they've got this ingrained in them that makes exactly. them cry yeah yeah, isn't there a song by like The Cure? It's like boys don't cry. No, never mind. Never mind. There probably is. But like handy. the funniest example of the patriarchy is like my brother. He's a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and his boys oh, like meat is associated with mm-hmm. being manly. Oh, so yeah. my brother asked. Like, can we have chicken? And my mom bought fake chicken from co-op and she's trying to fool him, convincing him that this vegan chicken is real chicken. But it's just really sad. That is really sad. Stuff like diets, like like, really. That's what you're consuming to keep yourself alive is like gendered? What? I know, why is meat so gendered? Good question. You're like girls literally can't do anything about being made fun of. If you're vegetarian, girls who are vegetarian, vegan, guys are like, where do you get your protein? Yeah. Yeah. If a girl is into if a girl is into (laughs) astrology, the guys go crazy. You know, it's like girls are made fun of 
for, for like all their interests. I feel it so much in my like science classes. Oh, mm, yeah. It's <laughs> so bad. When when like one of my like male peers or like colleagues will do something it's like the reactions of the other like boys is is like kind of whatever like oh no do it this way if i ask i can feel the judgment like i literally feel and they'll like made snide they'll make snide remarks and i'll make and i'm like it it makes me so insecure like already Mm -hmm. i know that like my place in that class is already not regarded as like as high as the men as like the boys but but like the fact that I actually like see that from as like concrete evidence of it yeah. is really it makes me feel really like insecure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you experienced that as well. Or no, I mean, like I don't I don't like pay that much attention in like oh. science class or, like that stuff. But I mean, like I have definitely like <laughs> Marvel. I'll quickly talk about it. Like very quick, one minute. Make no, it but I mean it is because it is like superheroes and stuff like that. I sometimes if I am talking about it in front of a guy, I am gonna get oh oh you watch it for the shirtless guys, don't you? I'm like no, I don't. Like you watch it because you like Chris Evans. <laughs> like yeah, I do. And what yeah, about and it? I'm like you know what? If I do, what about it? Like but I also, also like I don't the movies like, itself exactly. And always they're gonna be like oh I bet you can you only know Captain american iron man i'm like no like, i shut don't up like, like literally oh shut up i bet you yes. haven't seen the incredible hulk like shut <laughs> well, up <laughs> i hope they don't see the incredible yeah hulk. no one deserves that anyway <laughs> anyways it's just annoying that we all have to prove prove ourselves to men no yeah yeah, that's- yeah. so conclusion of this rant um male gaze slightly more serious than our previous <laughs> topic yeah. that's okay that's we need okay. a bit of variation yeah exactly. um the male gaze we want to <laughs> It's everywhere. It affects all of us. We are a lot of men don't realize it, but it also affects them. So, I guess takeaway is reevaluate. Patriarchy sucks. <laughs> takeaway is understand that like what is happening is a product of not always, but often what is happening is a product of this, and it's kind of everyone's responsibility collectively mm. to try and lesson like, the effect yeah, and yeah. recognize the effect that it has we need on to, everyone we need to fight for our own liberation as women yeah, yeah. yeah. and stop yeah. asking for validation from men yeah very true it yeah. because it's like it such an oh yeah it's very difficult it, it is very difficult yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, don't drive yourself crazy thinking of solutions because at this point I think the most we can do is just, like, be aware of it and actively try to not contribute to, like, yeah. harmful stuff like this. Yeah. So true. Okay. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for Tanvi for being a guest speaker. Yes, thanks, Tanvi. Thank you. This was a great thing to be on. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.